band? Talk radio? Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay. Oh, Silver was trying to lay the hit there on Lau and he missed. Now it comes to Truba. He's going to step in there. Truba steps in, shoots, and it's going to Saturday, December eighteenth, twenty twenty-one. I am Brutes Battaglia of the High Button, uh, and I am James Cole. Still present. Still present. Current. Uh, how you doing, man? Christmas is a week away. Good. How, how are we feeling about this? Well, Christmas. Well, uh, sure. About this particular Christmas. I don't know. It feels like the last couple Christmases, I guess. Oh. In what sense? Well, just that they're all the same. Yeah, not gonna see anybody. Hmm. Just gonna. Last couple. Yeah. I think, did we only? Did we have two COVID? Is this COVID Christmas number three? No. It's COVID Christmas number two. I guess so. Yeah. All right. I saw someone make a meme the other day about like them potentially like closing the restaurants and stuff like that, and then while well, they did that, but uh, it was like someone peeling back the date on a calendar. And the front pat like front page said uh, December twenty twenty one, and the back page said January twenty nineteen. January twenty nineteen. The COVID wasn't even invented yet. It wasn't a thing yet. That was not existent. So right. I, I saw the meme and I was like, I don't really get this. Like we'd be going back to normal then if that was what the. I see what they were going for, but no, I get it. Yeah, but it's like the wrong uh, month and year really uh, for that one. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. Whatever. What yeah. are you gonna do? But oh well. We can't all meme well. No. No. It's, not. I a, don't even try. Not everybody memes well. No. Mm. Uh, have you done all your shopping? God no. Oh. Yeah. No. No. Okay. I haven't even started. I ordered one thing on Amazon before the deadline last week. I realized at some point on Thursday that uh, I have run out of runway. This year, mm. I may have said that because we've this is like our fourth Christmas of the podcast. Uh, I have probably said this before, but I legitimately mean it when I say I do not have time left to do this, and I don't know how I'm going to do it. Luckily, I don't buy for many people. You're one of them, so you just you might not be getting anything. Oh, no. But I won't see you Christmas Day anyway. No. So had I not mentioned anything, you wouldn't have known the difference. I wouldn't have been the wiser. So. No. Nor do I care that you know the difference, really. Cause, like, I gotta get know. my mom a Christmas gift. I don't know when I'm gonna see her. Right. We did Christmas in July last year. You never know when she's gonna drop by, though, is the other thing, right? Like, she might just text us and be like, Hey, I'm coming Boxing Day. Like, well, that's not wise. All tough cookies, I don't know. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> That'd be crazy, tough cookies. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. No. She might get some tough cookies. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you wait about six months, that's for sure. That'll be tough by then. Absolutely. You intend on getting your Christmas shopping done? Yeah. I mean, I've just, as of yesterday, freed up nine hours of my day. Wow. Every day. So. Wow, that's true. Yeah. Good for you. Got some time to... Oh, yeah, you're on vacation now, eh? I guess. How you feeling? Fine. Okay. Tired. Right. Yeah. Don't care yet. Not really. Okay. Yeah. You I miss, don't know. You miss your buddy, the the <sighs> student, the, the, what's his name? Uh, well, not what's his name, but what what do you call him? He was the, uh, the associate teacher. Associate teacher. Yeah. Sure. He was good. Great guy. I'd have a beer with him. Well, and we will get there. Situations in which to have a beer are wow. top ten today. You may think we're kidding. Um, in hockey news, James, I found out this morning while I was doing the breakdown and had to lead off with this. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury still uses a wood stick, which I think is cool. Hmm. Yeah. Now, at first I read that and I'm like, how is that fucking possible? And then uh, there's an article on NHL.com talking about like uh, the other guys that use wood sticks still. And this is something that I've never thought about. Like, <laughs> is that fucked up to hear that a goalie uses a wood stick or is that kind of just like, ah? Uh, you know, like, is it, like, do they use so little, you know, is it so little importance, I guess, that it doesn't matter? I'm trying to figure out, like, what the advantage would be for him. Like, is it just the fact that he knows how the puck reacts when well, that, it hits wood? It as has to be. As opposed to how it reacts when it hits graphite, or? Yeah. I Like, it, it has to be, because it can't be a weight thing. No. Um, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage, so can't be a, a effective poke check practice because that didn't work for him at the world juniors no oh wow really just really just sticking the knife in and twisting there aren't you hey remember that thing that happened 18 years yeah, ago yeah that's yeah. right sorry um, mark the article uh the article mentions two other players in the nhl uh that are actively using wood sticks as well uh, two other goaltenders, sorry. Two other goaltenders? Two other goaltenders. Huh. No, I would, I would imagine no skaters. Maybe there's something to that. If you were to guess who they are, okay. who would they be? Because hmm. one of them... One of them I think you're just not even going to realize he's still in the NHL. But oh, the okay. other one, I think if you just give this some thought for a second, it makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um... Well... Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> hmm. Mackenzie Blackwood okay. has wood in his name. That's well. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that Panthers goalie, uh, John Woodstick. Yeah. Uh, John Van Woodstick. Rob Tallis. I don't know. Is he still playing actively? Um, I don't know. James Reimer, maybe. That's not a terrible guess. a nice no. country boy that might just, you know, be stuck in his ways. Well, um, the one that, like, I think you just wouldn't have thought that uh, he was still in the league. Uh, we were looking for Dustin Tokarski of the Buffalo Sabres. He is definitely still in the league, yeah. Uh, and the one that makes a lot of sense is Brian Elliott of the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Uh, He's yeah, old so El Elliott Moose, that's right. Yeah. yeah, the NASCAR driver there. So, I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things where I read that headline and I was just kind of like, that seems fucked up. And then I thought about it for a minute and I'm like, well, 
I don't know. Maybe that makes sense, but... That's just pretty wild to me. It's weird. Yeah. The fact uh, that anyone's them, still using wood anything in the NHL, really. Hey, you know what? That's what connects us to our roots. That's what keeps us humble. Right. Wood sticks. Yeah. And that... Uh, know, lumber. Of know? course, will be the goaltending trio for Canada at the Olympics. Uh, is Flurry, Elliot, and Tukarski. I think Elliot's American. Um... Paul Maurice is out as the head coach of the Winnipeg Jets. He yeah, made he the won. decision. Uh, yeah. He wins. <laughs> Paul Maurice does not lose. Yeah. <laughs> is this not the most Paul Maurice thing to ever like for him to ever do? Uh, for those of you who missed it, which if you've been following hockey, I can't imagine how you would have missed this yesterday. Uh, Paul Maurice stepped down as head coach of the Winnipeg Jets after uh, nine years as their head coach. Uh, was named the head coach of the team in, uh, what was it, 2013 or something? Uh, Claude Noel uh, got fired. And then, uh, Paul Maurice was your guy. Yeah. That's Christmas. an underrated Christmas song, I would say. Claude Christmas. I'm not doing this two weeks in a row. <laughs> Should they make a, a holiday-themed movie starring Claude Noel, Claude Christmas? Yeah, you get Garth Snow in there, you know, Greg Jolly. Uh, <laughs> who, else, who else is out there? Uh, Morgan Frost, Tyson Berry, <laughs> uh, Connor Garland. Um, yeah, pretty like pretty good. I, 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 uh, I mean, obviously, I was surprised, but they've needed a coaching change for a few years now. I think, like, as much as I like Paul Maurice, I think that he is correct. Uh, this team is not going to get over the hump with him as the head coach. Uh, are they going to get over the hump with anyone else as the head coach? I'm not entirely sure about that either. I think they should be better than they are. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're as good as I think they are. Um, but I, I saw the, the news and I was like, you know what? That's uh, probably for the best, you know? But, like, why now? I think is a lot of people's question. They like, haven't... If you're not going to get over the hump... With Paul Maurice, like, do you not know that in, like, the well, middle of training camp at I least? don't, I don't think the Jets were going to ever fire him is the problem. Oh, I mean, sure. like, they, they would have had to have been catastrophically bad, which, I mean, I'm, that, that roster's, like, probably years away from being that bad. But I'm, I'm saying, not, like, why not step down in the offseason? Uh, like, well, I mean... mid-December? Well, be, because I think what happened was, is, you know, he saw a good team and, uh... Felt like maybe, you know, this was the year, and they go in, and they go 9-2-2, two, and two, and it's like, oh, well, fuck. Look at the Jets. They're crazy good, and they've been 4-7-3, uh, th- uh, since that point. They've not been particularly good since, like, early November. So I think this is more so one of those stretches where it's just like, yeah, this is right when you make a coaching change, but I don't think the Winnipeg Jets were ever going to make that coaching change, unfortunately. I, I would agree. I don't think the Jets were ever going to be the bad guy. I also think, too, like the thing for Paul Maurice is I think there's a possibility that maybe he wants to work into his 60s. And uh, this, the smart idea, even though he would have got another job anyway, but especially right now, is to uh, cut bait while you can still explain your uh, tenure in an interview. Whereas, you know, if, they, if he coaches that team for another two years, like I'm not sure how many people are going to jump right back out to get him into a spot 
Whereas now, like, I, I think there's a possibility that Paul Maurice is coaching again by, like, the start of next season. Uh, maybe. I'm not saying it will be, but I think the possibility is much greater now. So same 26 coaches for 32 <coughs> jobs, so, yeah, he'll yeah. be back. But just, yeah, I don't know. Like, you're right. He probably needed to go. I just, I, I can't get over this mid-December thing. It just seems, it feels weird. Long December. You know? I don't remember the next line. Do you think that the Jets uh, become a better team with someone else behind no. the behind the bench? No. no, because who are you going to get mid-season that's going to like effectively alter this roster? Yeah, Bruce. When Randy Carlisle is the name being floated around, that's it's not what you want. I have not seen Randy Carlisle's name anywhere, anytime. But that's the second time you've mentioned him in as many weeks. Mm. He's out there. Well, I know he he's sees out there. you when you're sleeping. Yeah, Mike Babcock's a province away too. I understand that. But yeah. is that what they're just going to do? Is rehash old Leaf coaches? You think Peter Horchek gets uh, gets in there? Ron Wilson's not doing anything. I can oh, tell you that. wow! Is uh, is Ron Wilson healthy enough to coach? Do you think? I don't know. Is he sick? He had a stroke a few years ago. Did he? Yeah. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see. I mean, uh, like, uh, but but Dave I, Lowry's not the answer. Probably not. I, I can't say, <laughs> I can't say definitively about that anymore because, like, I don't know, guys sometimes just step in, and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense, and they fucking start winning, um, you know. But Owen one to start his uh, head coaching career, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's been a situation. Has a has a. <laughs> I just realized he's coaching his son. I was gonna say, has a dad coached his kid? Uh, I'm sure. Right. Well, we had a couple Sutters co- coaching their brothers. That's close. That's weird. <laughs> is that not the most hockey thing ever? Is even at the NHL level, there's still a parent coaching. Yeah. There's well, still parent coaches. Dante Bichette does coach Bo Bichette. Uh, well, uh, you know that's... See, you remember when that happened and the Jays are just like, oh, we're, we named Dante Bichette uh, our freaking, you know, bench coach or whatever. Yeah. And at no point for, like, Probably a week did they explain that Dante Bichette is a major league baseball coach? Yeah, because they're like, oh, like I'm, j- I like literally thought I'm like, wait, to make him feel better? Like, what exactly? Why? Why? Why are we doing this? And then like, oh yeah, he coached the Texas Rangers for years. It says here the Leafs have hired Paul Marner. Hmm, that's not good. Oh God. Oh dear. Yeah. I would rather uh, Kevin Matthews or whatever his what's his name? I don't know. Is it Kevin? Yeah, I might be Kevin. I don't know. Sounds right. Do you, um... Michael Nylander? Oh. So you were not on the, uh, the, the Paul Maurice train on this one. What do, you, what do you mean the train? Did you like the move? No. You don't like I, this? I'm happy for Paul Maurice because no coach gets to do this. Yeah. Like, they don't get to... Oh, that's what I mean. Own. Do you like it for Paul Maurice? Yeah. Fucking right. Okay. Go get yours, Paul Maurice. I just... The timing seems weird. <coughs> you think he coaches again? Yeah. Okay. I don't know where. Maybe he goes back to Magnitogorsk for a year. I was all ready for Carolina, and then Magnitogorsk came out of your mouth. Oh. That was oh. a culture shock. I think there's a larger chance he coaches Magnitogorsk than Carolina. That's fair. They seem to have a pretty good coach going <laughs> I think on. They, yeah, I think they like their guy. Do you think I, he's I, kicking I, himself for not taking the Seattle job? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. I don't know. You know. Would they be doing any better with him? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, their coach is Dave Haxtell. I understand that, but... 
It doesn't get much you know, worse. You know what, James? You got a point there. Speaking of former Leaf coaches. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, they could have rehashed that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm, I'm happy for Paul Maurice. I think it's the right move for the Jets. Uh, you're right. I don't particularly think that Dave Lowry would be anywhere on my shortlist, but I think it's at least uh, a good move by Paul Maurice because I do think this team needs a little bit of a shakeup. Now, what I've said in the past is that I don't often believe that uh, the best way to do a shakeup is to hire your assistant coach, the guy that's also been part of the same message for a while. Uh, it doesn't really make sense, so I would like to see them maybe do something different. Uh, would be good, but uh, this is this is their guy right now. Uh, is uh, is Dave Lowry? I uh, like you know I, I I don't really know that there's anyone in particular that I think that they should hire. I, they like you know they have a coach at the Manitoba Moose level and Mark Morrison. Like maybe you just give him a try, but um, I don't know. How are the Moose doing? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. But maybe, yeah, maybe you don't want to pry that guy away from the Moose, too, is, is like another thing. I, I don't know. Talking a lot about Moose today on the podcast. Elliot Moose. Moose is loose. Uh, our guest, Cole moose Turbide, shot a Moose this weekend. Hello, Cole. Hey. Uh, speaking of former Leafs, James, uh, uh, Phil Kessel. Got in a fight uh, the other night. He fought Ryan Lindgren. Did you see this? No, that's not good. Uh, Ryan Lindgren, also a tough customer, I might add, if you're not familiar with him. But, uh, yeah, Phil Kessel got in a scrap, James. How do you think it went? Well, I'm assuming Ryan took his hot dog before the game. Ah, uh, yes, and there it is. That's weird. Don't do that, Phil. Don't do that. you got to keep those knuckles nice and healthy. you got to get that Iron Man streak you're chasing down. Can't be missing any games here. Right. Okay. I don't like I've I don't think there's anyone I could see less effective at fighting in the NHL than Phil Kessel. Hmm. Now he just doesn't have the balls for it. Now what if I told you? How dare you? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know about that one. Yeah. What if I told you that this was Phil Kessel's fifth? career fight. Now, does John Scott count? That was more like a well, lumberjack. Well, here's uh, the thing. Is John Scott doesn't count, but he did fight Brian Flynn uh, in the ensuing melee. That's right. Uh, yeah, Phil Kessel fought <coughs> A. Sneed uh, in, yep. in, in his uh, rookie year. I don't okay. know that is. He fought uh, Chris Russell in uh, 2009. Uh, he fought Brian Flynn in 2013. And he fought uh, Alex Burroughs in 2013 as well. As this is his first fight in like a decade then. Pretty close to it. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it out, Phil. Yeah. Don't do that shit. Phil Kessel. It's not good, it's not good for you. It's not good for us. Long may you run. I don't want run. to talk about this. Long may you run, Phil Kessel. Yeah. Uh, Jack Hughes Jack signed Hughes. a big deal that we never talked about uh, a couple weeks ago. I, and I was curious because it did divide hockey Twitter. Uh, Jack Hughes, 8 by 8 uh, yeah. That's what Jack Hughes got. Uh, is that too much money for Jack Hughes or is that uh, uh, good monies for Jack Hughes? It's the right deal. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> How so? Well, because like... 
I, I can't I can't go around bitching about NHL teams giving eight million dollars to free agents at the age of twenty nine, and then do the same thing when they do the right thing by giving that money to the twenty year old right. high elite prospect with huge ceiling. So, yeah, like we like. This is this is the problem with this fucking sport is like we we freak out when we give a lot of money to the young guy and we freak out when we give a lot of money to the old guy. Well, who are we supposed to give the money to? We've only got so much pie to go around. Everybody wants a slice. This is the guy you give the pie to. But see the concept of sports teams is not to watch the sport for enjoyment but rather to argue when uh, someone gets more money than you. I think is uh, what, well, then what happens. We've got bigger fish to fry in that yeah, case. I think that's well. I mean, but I'd like you know, everybody likes to bitch, bitch, bitch about this kind of stuff, and uh, I think it's the right deal too. I think Jack Hughes is going to be freaking unbelievable. I think this is going to be a steal, actually. But um, it is one of those deals where, I, and I find that we're saying this more and more with these younger guys' deals lately, is that uh, I wouldn't say that he's uh, worth anywhere particularly close to that at the moment. But, uh, you know, you, you pay for the ceiling, and, and when we've seen glimpses of, uh, notably, those two games before he got hurt this year, uh, he, he looks like he's going to be a very, very good hockey player in the league for a long time. You know? Yep. You, you, like, you think back, like, one of, one of the best examples I can think of for a comparable contract is when the Oilers gave Nugent Hopkins that 6 by 7 deal. Right? And it's like... It never really panned out, but it was never a bad deal. It was never a bad deal. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're you're giving you're giving the guy six million dollars. You're hoping it's gonna work out. It never really did. Like he's he's a perfectly capable second line center in the NHL. And right. in 2014, 2015, he wasn't worth six million dollars. But by the end of the contract last year, yeah, he was worth six million dollars. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how curves work, right? Yeah. <laughs> Money is supposed to increase as the the years go on. So, I don't know. Well, in in is it supposed to necessarily? In six years, when Jack Hughes is still making eight million dollars, and the average second line centerman is making eight million dollars, this is going to be fine. Right. Yeah. Okay. You are pro Jack Hughes. Yeah, I I I think he's a little overrated, but mm. not much. Wow. Not by much. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Yeah. Uh, Robbie Fabry got three years, uh, four million a year. He's still playing hockey. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yes. Um, good for Robbie Fabry is what I would say because, to your point, yeah, uh, it did. There was a time there where it did look a little bit dicey as to whether or not Robbie Fabry was ever going to have a legitimate NHL career, and um, you know how long it's going to be. Who knows? But he uh, he got paid. Yeah, he did. It, does, it sure, does, sure does look that way, doesn't it? Um, cool. I don't know. I like the dude. Too much? Too Probably. young? Too fast, perhaps? Sounds like a sequel. It's yeah. um, an airborne uh, song. Maybe a bit much, but like only in the sense that like, what, what does Detroit think it has here on its hands? Because you got the guy... Um, during the the COVID year, where we had to shut things down early, okay, he looked okay for them. Then there's last year, where he was pretty mediocre, 
but you're well, stuck good. playing the same eight teams all season. And now we're into this year, and he seems to be on the up and up, I guess. I don't know. He's he's playing okay. But it just felt like the weird a weird time to make the commitment for four more years, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What I think is interesting, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, it's just, it's legitimately, when I say interesting, it's just interesting. Uh, Robbie Fabry is the only Detroit Red Wings signed through 2024-2025. That's a neat fact. Well, and, and, and like, I'm not saying that you need to have anyone signed that long. Uh, it's actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> it's a weird guy to be the longest signed guy, I would say. Yeah, it's true. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's just bizarre. He's not even playing. This is too bad. sort of who they're building their team around. Mm-hmm. You know, I like Robbie Fabry. I think he's. Uh, I think he's good. I think the money's about right. There were a lot of people being like, "Wow, that seems like a lot for Robbie Fabry." I don't know. He's been pretty good when he's been healthy. Um, he's shown that he's probably just a complimentary piece at this point, and uh, I think that's roughly what you pay a good complimentary piece, which I think he is. So, oh, I'm sorry to correct you here, Brutes, but you did forget that the Red Wings uh, also have. Henrik Zetterberg uh, or some through shit. Through 2024-2025. And into 2025-2026, Justin Abdel came <laughs> uh, Yes, still. his cap hit is still yeah. alive and well. Yeah, there it is. That's for never, sure. Never forget. Yeah. Remember when he got bought out and everyone was like, wow, that's crazy. Uh, no one ever even invited him for like a PTO to a... To a to oh, I thought, I thought Ken Holland just brought <laughs> over. You know? I thought that was instant. Hmm. 12, wave, 1201, Ken Holland, place, claim. Could be a thing. Place is a claim, man. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't sign him after the fact. No. Okay. Um. Uh, there is a lot of COVID going around in the NHL. Never again. heard Um. Now, we talk, we obviously talk about this frequently, and I, I think that's, uh, you know, just the way things are going to be now. But, um. An interesting thing about this particular time we're talking about it is uh, it seems to be bad enough that it's affecting, like, the legitimacy of almost every team's roster uh, to some degree now. And, uh, you know, you've got teams, you know, the the Colorado Avalanche the other night had five players pulled in warm-up and had to play with 14 skaters. Uh, you know, where I, I, I feel like we've sort of reached a crisis point where there's... Uh, you know, five or six teams shut down till after Christmas now, the Flames, Panthers among them. Um, you know, would it not just make sense to just kind of, uh, just take a break here maybe and just kind of, you know, cancel all games for a week and maybe see where we're at in a week or something, you know? Um, yeah, I, I think, I think the easy answer is Yes. Um, I think when you look back to what we were talking about last week with the Olympic stuff, I th- I think it's becoming very evident that the players aren't going to go. Okay, I still don't think the NHL is going to cancel the ability for the players to go because I'm pretty sure it's in that CBA agreement that they they wrote up after the the last. Uh, um, yeah, COVID thing or whatever. I felt strongly about it, and they know that they've got that break at the Olympics, where everything 
is in place for the players to leave. There's no games <coughs> being played. Now, on one hand, you could say that, well, why don't they just stop now and reschedule all those games for that period of time? Well, that's a nice thought. Um, arena availability comes into be the, the, the biggest problem with that approach. I think there's a belief that if you can just keep your head down and trudge through the trenches that you're going to get to that Olympic break. No one's going to go. You got two weeks off. Things will reset itself. The problem with that, obviously, is that things are bad now. Mm -hmm. uh, they might not even be bad in two months, but um, you can't really afford for them to get any worse. So it's it's a I don't know like I'm not I'm certainly not saying it's an easy decision. Um, the right decision would be to pause. I I don't know how realistic that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I I mean. It's hard to say just because the the whole thing is that, like I said, we're we're now playing games with you know teams that are like shorthanded and it's just, uh, um, you know like this is a sport where you really see the effects of that. I think like even in the NBA, you've seen teams play with like an eight guy bench. All right, well yeah, but you know a lot of teams only use eight guys in a night anyway, so. Does it look weird on the court? Like, maybe there are guys getting out there who ordinarily wouldn't, um, but that's every sport right now. But I think that's the whole thing. It's just that, um, you know, the Avalanche go into this game and uh, 14 skaters, and apparently they're afforded the opportunity to play or not play. They get the vote on it, and they voted to play. I mean, like, you know, classic hockey players, right? And then uh, they lose to Nashville. And... Now it's just kind of getting to that point where, you know, we're going to look back on the standings at the end of the year and be like, wow, you know, I thought the I thought the Panthers would have been like a higher up team in the division. And it's like, well, yeah, but then they had to play uh, four or five games with, uh, you know, like 14 skaters out kind of thing. And, um, you know, at what point does this kind of taint the legitimacy of what we're doing here, too, I think. I don't know. But you can make that argument for the last two years also. And you can also make the argument that it's not like COVID is picking on <coughs> a dozen teams. It's the whole league. That's right. It's the whole league. It's, everyone is in the same boat, essentially. So when you put it in that frame, yeah, like, it sucks that you're having teams have to play with 14 guys. But as you mentioned, like, they voted on it. They could have said no. They could have waited and played that game sometime else with a full bench and... I don't think it's tainting anything at this point, but we'll see. Do you know, Ev Evgeny Kuznetsov uh, entered COVID protocols uh, for the third time this season this week. Yeah, that's um, crazy. When, when he enters COVID protocols, it's got more to do with uh, <laughs> taking his medicine than it has to do with uh, <laughs> staying safe. Oh, so. yeah. You're just full of, full of nutty jokes today, aren't you? Yeah, nutty. Nutty is the word I would use. The nutty professor they call me at work. Ah, yes, yeah. the nutcracker. Um, so, is is there a solution? Do you think to what they're doing, or do you just you just keep going? <clears throat> I really don't know. I, I, I like they've announced uh, officially as of yesterday that they're implementing the uh, stricter protocols for all teams to follow. Um, 
that that feels like uh, it probably should have been done a while ago. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that helps. I think the big thing here is, like, I'm getting to a point in my life oh. where, yes, we've got all these cases going around and uh, all these guys that are being placed on the protocols and everything. Like, everything is pretty mild, right? Last year this time, we didn't have guys vaccinated. This year we do. Um, Almost all of them, actually. Just about. There's one guy, I can't remember his name, but I, I, I'm pretty sure there's just the one that, that doesn't want to do the thing. Oh, and he's not going to do what he said, eh? No. See that? He's yeah. not doing it. No. Cool. So, like, I don't know. I want everyone to be safe at the end of the day. That's that's the biggest concern. I don't know how many guys are really at risk, mm -hmm. I guess is my, my stance. So... Yeah. Like, the mumps goes through the penguins a few years ago. We didn't shut down the penguins. That was crazy. That was crazy. That's crazy. You got the mumps, Sid? No. No, I got the mumps. No mumps here. <laughs> We're talking about mumps. Just a goiter hanging off. His... <laughs> Sid, your head is three times the size it usually is. It's, it's my goiter, isn't uh, it? It's just some, some light stretching. I pulled the muscle in my neck. You know, it's a uh, hey, right I don't know had a tooth pulled this week. Yeah. Uh, really? Me and all the boys went for group pulls. Had a, <laughs> had a tooth pulled. I've never seen that before. Um, so, like, you know what I mean, though? Like, at some point, like, I don't know. Fucking guys are going to get sick. Like, <laughs> I get it. Stay safe. Like, make sure that we're doing the, the right things, the right steps. But, like, you I don't can't wanna, protect everybody. I don't want to enter too far in a uh, COVID <laughs> philosophy conversation here either. But, like... If they ran the numbers and tested everyone in the league on a tip like a typical year for uh, the common cold, yeah, there it is. What do, you, what do you think the numbers would be? High. Probably this. Like it's you know, and some teams are just gonna have it worse than others. Like it's just gonna happen. But like there have been years before in like 2014, 2015, where it's like, oh, uh, uh, the Leafs are uh, not playing Colin Greening tonight, and you're like. Why? He's like one of the five NHL players they have. And like, well, he's got a cold. Oh. And then like two days later, it's like, yeah, they're using half their Marley's team tonight. It's like, why? It's like, well, the whole team has a cold. Mm -hmm. Okay. That doesn't seem good. Like, you know, it just, it happens. Like, I'm, I, I would feel fairly confident that half the guys that haven't played hockey this past week Probably would be playing <laughs> hockey. But because their little test came oh, back minimum. negative. Yeah. They feel fine. Well, the majority I'm... of them just wake up in the morning and they have to go get their like mandatory tests. And it's like, oh, sorry, it's uh, it's negative or positive or whatever the, the term is these days. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Do you not know. know how medical testing works? It's negative sounds bad. So I, I associate that with being bad. You, <laughs> like that's the you are, you don't want. You are HIV Aladdin. <laughs> Uh, says here you're pregnant, Nate McGee. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, like half these guys just show up and they're like, oh, I didn't even know. And now I know. Yeah. And now I've got to go home now because I didn't know. So bye, everybody. i got to go home now. And then they all go home together because that's what they do. Really? <laughs> well. 
You know, it's like they you all got live chicken in one, pox on one big commune. Well, no, it's like when you're little and chicken pox, and that kid's got chicken pox, and the only kid you can play with is the chicken pox kid, so you go and hang out together. It's the same thing. The chicken pox kid. <laughs> a lot of material for naming the episode this week. Um, did you see that tweet to Gord Miller's uh, <laughs> 199th? <laughs> COVID test. Like, that can't be healthy either. <laughs> what are like, talking about? I saw that, I was like, that can't be right. And I started doing the math, and I'm like, yeah, I guess he does 60-something games a season, like, normally. Like, World Juniors, everything. Like, does have a nose left? What, what's in there? Yeah. That's gonna have long-term effects on Gord Miller. <laughs> His voice probably isn't the same, because it's too nasally now. What's worse for health? COVID testing or COVID? Well, the question has to be asked. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things, too. Like, I just, I do, I you're right. I think that, uh, I don't know. It, it's it's weird. Like, it, you're supposed to be doing this testing, and the testing's supposed to be accurate, and you do the test, and you still got to sit. And I don't really understand that. And then, you know, that seems to be the whole pr- protocol with Omicron is just because they, the testing's not as accurate yet because it's a, you know, it's a different strain. But at the end of the day with Omicron, too, it's like, well... But now we are talking about, like, almost like a cold. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that with COVID, but, like, that that is what, like, the World Health Association or organization is saying about this strain of the virus. But because you can't definitively track it, you're going to shut it down? Like, I don't know, man. Like, at what point do we really have to care that much about this about this strain necessarily you know like i don't know the the icus and the deaths i think are the numbers that people should be focusing on today did you see the toronto stats there the other day no where it was like they had 755 new cases announced and they had 14 people total hospitalized not not from that day like from all of their thousands of covid cases they have 14 people in the hospital yeah and, like, I don't know if that's just a testament to them not having the, you know, resources at the moment. Maybe they would hospitalize more, but, like, I can't imagine they would hospitalize that many more people. They've got, like, 300 people just going home. Where it's like, ah, oh, you might die. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like they'd be in the hospital. No, just lay down. Right? Just elevate it and keep Elevate cold. it. Ooh. Cold. Elevate your lungs. Yeah. Keep... Shut her down, keep her going, I don't fucking know. It's just, no one's going to make the right call anyway, so just... Yeah. Okay. Did you have chicken pox? Yeah. Not great, eh? I don't remember much about them. I remember I have a scar next to my belly button because the one bastard Ooh. was really itchy and I just didn't leave it alone. Okay. But, yeah. Interesting. Um... What else we got here? Oh, they're still doing the Winter Classic, which I thought was neat. Um, well, because, co- co- like, this is actually true. Like, if you're outside in the cold, eh, COVID can't survive. The the air particles are Now, is cold. that true? It is true. So here's what I don't understand, though. It's like, I've also heard people being like, oh, that's why, uh, you know, uh, freaking COVID's so bad right now is because uh, the, the cold weather. Is right. that because everyone's inside together? Yes. Is that the logic? Because it's driving us all inside oh, I together. Don't, I don't give a shit. Also, you Put know what else? Put me in a room with a bunch of people. I don't care. You, you know what else happens during the cold months? School! Mm, that's true. During the cold time. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. the white with the cold time. Uh, yeah, so you go outside and you're fine. So just as long as where, where is it this year, Minnesota? As long as it's not like plus twenty out on January first in Minnesota, but you right. know global warming. I don't know. Um, well, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. We have a lot of problems we have to face uh, over the remaining <coughs> years of our lives, don't we? Hmm. Hmm. Not gonna be fun. I uh. <laughs> I mean, take this for what it is. I'm more concerned about global warming than I am COVID for sure. At this point, wow! I have two shots. I I'm su- pick. apparently getting a third. Hmm. Did you book that yet? No. Apparently, you can book now. I'm gonna book mine. Fuck Neat. it. Whatever. I didn't think you could till Monday, but I was told the other day you can. Apparently, oh, so neat. I don't know. Neat though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm more worried about that. I okay. I think I. <laughs> I think that's for sure uh, gonna be a big problem. <laughs> From what I'm reading. <laughs> from from think, the data that I've seen. I think they kind of go hand in hand for me, you know? It's like... Okay. It's like, I am worried about global warming, but like, maybe maybe not for a couple years. You know, kick the can down the road a little bit. But like... <laughs> We've been kicking the can for a long time well, that's, here. That, with COVID, we, now we're kicking two cans. And True. The birds... You've only got so many legs. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And it's like, oh, I just, I'd like to do a few things before the world... Uh, Melts. I feel like you've made a lot of bird references this season. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. But you know what I mean? Like, I'd like to do certain things before the world melts, and it's like, well, now you can't because there's this pandemic going around. It's like, yeah. all right, I'll stay home. And it's like, all right, you're allowed to leave your homes now, but just be careful because you have to wear this super sunsuit to leave your home, so... I mean, you can do things. You ah. just have to wait till the summertime. Right. When we're all do outside. You, do you think... <laughs> well, I did not intend to... I mean, at least we're making light of it, but I didn't intend for this episode to be this depressing. Do you think that they're going to just, uh, do you think that they're just going to, what do we got here? The Flames announced no new positive That's COVID news. tests. Oh, we That's are, news can, today. Congrats, no new cases. Congrats to the Calgary Flames. There you uh, go. Buckle every, up. Well, yeah, it's easy to not announce any new ones when everyone already had it. Yeah. Do you think that they're just going to shut down the world every Christmas now? Like, do you think that we're, we're just going to do this every year? Certainly makes it easier for Santa. Less traffic, yeah. you think, in the skies is yeah, what you're getting. Absolutely. You know, planes still fly though, right? But we're shutting it down. We're shutting it down. Does Santa fly above planes or lower than planes? I would think lower. Like you have to have that oxygen level for the, uh, the reindeer. You know, <laughs> James. I got to tell you, there's a lot of things that don't really make uh, physical sense about Santa. <laughs> but the reindeer. <laughs> They're still going to breathe. Santa's know? here? <laughs> well, happy holidays, everybody. I'm going to beat the traffic. Where do you think you're going? <laughs> how do they sleep? <laughs> Standing up. No, how do they sleep? What? What is your... Because I was going to do this, actually. I kind of forgot about it. I mean, we still have a week before Christmas. Sure. What is your favorite SNL Christmas sketch? I think mine is Santa Baby. <laughs> like, I think it is. It's pretty fucking funny, man. Yeah. I don't know. I wish it were Christmas today, table. for sure, is up there. Yeah, that's a, it's a good one. It's uh, good because there's just no explanation. I do think there's something to be said for Mark Jansen's Christmas, too. It's the most yeah. wonderful... 
never gets old. <clears throat> All of the ones where they're like doing cover songs of like, you know, Santa's in Miami. You know, that's yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Alec Baldwin there with the elves. Yeah, that's true. That's a good one. Glenn, Glenn Gary, Glenn Christmas, yeah. of course. Yeah. 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 They're all good. No bad Christmas skit. You would say Santa's in Miami is maybe number one? It might be. It's up there. What do you think about uh, the drunk girl you wish you hadn't started a conversation Ooh, with? Is that a, I guess that's a Christmas one, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think she does that a few times, but the, the notable right. one is the origami. Yes, for an end to Genesis. Spanish. <laughs> okay. Okay. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, the Winter Classic. Are yeah. do you do you have any uh, desire to go um, to an outdoor game? I really wanted to go to the one in Michigan, yeah, the Big House. Um, I wouldn't say it was close, but it, like I was in talks to go to the Heritage Classic in uh, Regina there years oh, ago. Oh yeah, yeah. And we never ended up going. I forget yeah. why. I like it's one of those things like I want to go for like the weekend. Like, yeah. I don't want to necessarily go to the game, but like. I'd like to be able to go. <laughs> you know what I really want to do? Go to Michigan in January. <laughs> but I want I want to go and like, like see the alumni game on the Friday, and just fucking yeah. bum around the stadium and check out all this shit that because they bring a lot of things in. Yeah, for, like, the fans to like. I do think it'd be cool to go to one in Toronto because you could like go to the fucking hockey hall of fame and shit sure. during the day and like really make a weekend of yeah. you know just hockeying it up. But go say that I got to see like Daryl Sittler play hockey because there's Daryl Sittler. You know, what I mean? like I don't know those yeah. alumni games. They seem pretty cool. Remember that year that Robert almost really... fought Darren McCarty? Was it Darren uh, McCarty? It was Chris Draper. Chris Draper. Yeah. yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> well, who could forget? Um, <laughs> you guys have been retired for like ten years. You're still fucking beefing. Yeah. And something tells me about that that Chris Draper was just right chill about it, but like Gary Roberts was just like, you know. <laughs> Uh, not hey, happy. I'm, hey, I'm like 28 in physical strength, and you're like an old man, so I'm going to fight you. Yeah. Oh, all right. That's weird. Have you been to the Hockey Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Well, yeah. I didn't know. A few times. I know you've been to Toronto, but, uh, you know, I could see that just not being a thing you ever got your, got over to. I took the girlfriend when we went uh, the one year, and I had to uh, time myself, make sure I didn't, wow. I didn't waste her entire day. <laughs> well, the game's at 7. It's 11 right now, so. I don't know. Oh, we gotta beat the rush. The rush. The rush. <laughs> what rush? The it's band? A hockey Hall of Fame, James. It's a Tuesday in January. <laughs> it's, in a, it's in a mall. <laughs> yeah. That it, it's fucking, in the basement of a mall. What a weird-ass building that is, too. It doesn't make any sense. It used to be a bank, now it's a mall. Yeah. But there's Tim Hortons, and it also looks, we keep our most pressured. <laughs> it, it also looks more like a train station than the train station across the street, I find, when yeah. you're in there. I don't know. Legend has it. Um, you have a game. Yeah, well, nothing new. <laughs> okay. We're going to play uh, Omicron or Omicant. Oh, you uh, were serious? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, it's Christmas time. Uh, All alone on we're gonna, Christmas. We're going to play Great White North. That's the one where I got a list of guys, and uh, they've played for three or more can- oh, teams. Oh, okay. And which of the teams Let's go. For. There's nothing more Canadian than Christmas. Right. Let's do it. Santa is technically Canadian, so I'm going to hit my randomizer button. You is ever he? Heard, you ever heard to play this one? Uh, yeah, you're just going to give me a guy, and i I got to tell you what Canadian teams they play for, right? Yeah, and there's three or more. Okay. 
Yeah, you gotta get all three. That's fine. If you name a wrong one, you'll lose. Don't, uh, you just hit the randomizer? Is that how that yeah. works? Okay. Okay. Uh, Marcus Granlund. No. Well, Vancouver, Calgary. Yep. You got those. It has to be Edmonton. It's not Toronto. Sure is Edmonton. 34 not games there. two years ago. Oh, fuck. Two years ago. To end his career. I was going to say, holy shit. Yeah. Good for him. Where's he playing now? Uh, Europe, I guess. I'll, I'll look it up. See here. Bakersfield Condors. Uh, no, Still. I, apparently he hasn't played for two years. I don't know. Huh. Where's he been? Uh, according Fisher. to... Where is he? I don't know. According to HockeyDB, he's currently playing for Ufa Salavat Yulyayev of the KHL. He's leading them in points with 32 and 35 games. Hey, congratulations oh. to Marcus Granlund. He is teammates with Nikolai Kuleman. Missed that bastard. Ooh, Shakir Makamadulin is on that team, too. Alright, uh, next guy up. Jason Jaffrey. Ooh. I sort of remember. 49 career NHL games. Yeah. I'm going to go, uh, <laughs> well, I know Vancouver. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go... Montreal? Well, that's incorrect. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He uh, he played his first two years in Vancouver. Do oh am I am I done? I you're, thought... Yeah, you're done. You, oh, get, okay. you get one wrong, you go. Oh, There's okay. only seven teams to pick from here. You can't be taking darts to the dart. No, I thought it was the other way around, but alright, that's fine. Um Calgary for three games. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty sure, but And then he didn't play for two years and then he finished his career with thirteen games in Winnipeg in twenty twelve. Uh, that's before I wrote about the team. Right. So. Yeah. That's fucked. He wore number 29, 38, and 41. Right. Sure. Who wouldn't remember that? Okay, you're one for two. Thank I'm going to do five guys. Thank you. Five guys. Ooh. Ooh. This is a slam dunker for you. I'm not even going to Google this guy's uh, fucking page. Kyle Wellwood. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Toronto. Yeah, I think so. Vancouver. Uh-huh. And the Winnipeg Jets, you my guy. You got her. That's it, though, right? Yeah. You could have easily told me that he played for the Senators for, like, 14 games, and I'd be like, yeah, sure. All right, just deleting Kyle Wellwood from my list for next Kyle time. Kyle Wellwood is my guy, for sure. Dart City. All right. Filthy hands, though. Two out of three. Let's go again. What do we got? Ooh! All right. Neat. Mm-hmm. Al Montoya. Okay. Uh, well, the Montreal Canadiens. Sure did. He played for three Canadian teams. <laughs> he sure did. What? <laughs> Out of 168 games over nine years. I think the Winnipeg Jets. 35 games. Montreal, Winnipeg. I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm pretty sure he didn't play for the Leafs. Uh, you, you can never really rule out the Senators. Like, 
they're the one team in this game where it's like, yeah, maybe. Um, Their goaltending carousel? Yeah. They did have Pascal Leclerc for a while that I forget about. Um, I'm I'm going to say that the Edmonton Oilers feels right. Uh, he finished his career with the Edmonton Oilers for nine games. Hell yeah. There it is, going 5-2-2. Two, and two. Mm-hmm, Good for him. He yeah, should sign him. Bring in. 36 years old. Could use them right now. It's more wins than they have this month. All right. So you're three for four already. That's a win. Wow. We're going to do a fifth guy anyway. Cool. You know? Okay. All right. Well, that's a slam dunker as well. Um, Dion Phaneuf. (laughs) The player Phaneuf. Calgary, Toronto, Ottawa. In that order. Yeah. That's correct. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, also played for a little team in L.A. at one point, oh, yeah, I yes, think. Yes, he did. Yeah, that's so. nor- uh, unfortunately uh, south of the border, that one. Down Mexico way. Ooh, good song. That's where I fell in love when the stars come out to play. I don't know if those are the words. All right, well, that, that was that was five more names. I'm down to uh, down to 44 players left on my I list. I was going to say, wasn't there like a large master list when you made that game? Oh, yeah. So... But what are the... Are those players all-time? Yeah. This goes back to the huh. 2000s. I'm oh, sorry. 2000 and forward. Oh, okay. That's so it. there's no, there's no like, guys who only played in the 90s or something. There's probably guys that played, like, 90% of their careers in the 90s and happened to show up on the Canucks in 2000. Right. They would make the list because they were there. But I only went back to rosters in 2000. Fine guys. 44 more guys. Yep. Great White North. Uh, Good pizza, would you say? Great pizza, but you gotta add pepperoni. Spend the the extra two bucks. It's normally ham, right? Ham. Huh. The wife and I get that every time. Ah, the wife. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. There you go. Um, Well, I think that's mostly it for for hockey stuff, right? Like, are we... uh, I feel like there was a trade, wasn't there? I don't think there was a trade. Jason Spezza has his uh, suspension reduced. Oh, yeah. Um, and then immediately got COVID. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, what'd you, what'd you think of that? Weird. Weird how uh, I said that it was probably too much for a first-time first offender, and Gary Bettman went, you know what? And Gary Bettman agreed. That's probably too much for a first-time offender. Yeah, so. you know it's maybe the wrong decision when Gary Bettman was like, you know what? That guy doesn't maybe, change. Maybe we shit. shouldn't do this. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, you know what? Jason Spezza, I've put him through some shit over the years. I'm going to I'm gonna knock this one down. What was it? Like 80%, I guess? Oh, no. 20%? 40%. And Jason gets his money There it back. is. You, you got there. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, there is one big one that I wanted to talk about. Uh, ben Bishop retired this week. Yeah. Um, you're a big Ben Bishop guy, I think. I got to see him play in a game where he got injured, so I got the whole Ben Bishop, the ben Bishop experience. experience. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Real bummer that uh, that friend of the show, John Chozik, was not able to play in that game. Um, yeah. But he he came close. Apparently, he came close. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have you know. Right. Uh, ben Bishop, 413 career games. He's a 921 goaltender, 232. Neat. Like I think. He is probably the most underrated goalie of the 2010s, for me, the more I think about it. Okay. Like, the the thing with Ben Bishop was just his rebound control, I think, is something that 
like among the best to ever play the game for sure. He he was just incredible at not giving out a rebound, and uh, that is one of my favorite qualities in a goaltender is a guy that can control a rebound, uh, and he could he could do that. Um, he never won a Vesna. No. What a disservice. No. But yeah, his his worst season, 2016-2017, where he was, what, like a 9-08 or some shit, probably. Like, pretty good. Like, pretty damn good goaltender when, when all things are said and done. How did he not win it in 2015-16? Was that the Carey Price year? 2015-16? I don't know who won that year. That was Braden Holtby? Holtby, nimble, Holtby, quick. Oh, yeah. Well, he had, like, a freakish year that year, I think, didn't he? 48 wins, 9 losses. Huh. Well, and as Ben John... Bishop had, a, well, he had all the better numbers, but... You think so? Didn't get into the games. So, what is it? Uh... Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, sad to see Ben Bishop go, I assume? Yeah. I do think that is one of those guys that if he was able to, like... If he were able to stay healthy, he had the skill set to play to, like, 42, probably, and actually be, like, an effective goaltender, I think. Maybe. Like, he's just huge. He didn't really rely on his athleticism. He was just technically, like, an incredible goaltender that had all the size in the world. You know? Do you think he played with a wooden stick? No. I think Ben Bishop's new school. Okay. If I had to guess. I'm sure he played with a wooden stick, but not, uh... You know, this decade, I would say. Um, well, actually, there's a small possibility you did, because maybe they can't make a compass at that big. Um, we have uh, sheets of lumber that are large enough. Yeah, that's no, right. No graphite. Um, for the first time this season, uh, we are doing a top ten. Really? Top ten. Top ten? Top ten. Huh. Uh, this is our first top ten since, let me, let me track back. Since June 26th, uh, in an episode uh, that was titled Shaft, uh, in which we uh, talked about the our top ten favorite Canadian bands. Huh. I wonder who won that list. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine we had similar lists. Um, yeah, no, we're doing top ten, but it's, it's, it's an interesting top ten today. We're going to compare our top tens rather than, uh, than uh, combine. Okay. And what we've done is, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like you're finding out about this. Um, we're going to do top ten situations in which to drink a beer. Uh, this came up in the group chat the other day. Uh, what's better, the the work trip beer or the hotel beer? And we're like, well, uh, why don't we make a list out of it and we'll, we'll talk about what we think is better. So I have a list. Do you have a list? I sure do. There's ten things on it. There's a lot of situations in which to drink a beer, too. So I feel like some of these might get overly specific, but, uh, you know, it's the holidays. We figured, fuck it, we'll talk about drinking here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're number ten, sir. Oh, number ten. Right now! Cracks a beer. <laughs> Don't have a beer in my hands. Sorry. <laughs> That should be number one, my guy. <laughs> the, your, your favorite beer should be the beer you're having now. There's an argument to be made, for sure. And I'll prepare an argument against. So, But yeah, number ten, right now. Let's go. Oh, that's your answer? Yeah. No, that's my answer. I right like now. it. Do you have Because beer? it applies to all situations. You should have brought some fuck we, we should have got loaded before. It was like 10.30 when we started this thing, so. That's true. 
That's true. Uh, my number 10, uh, that's a good answer. Uh, my number 10 is uh, the right after the check-in at the hotel. Uh, right after check-in hotel beer. So you go up to the room, uh, you throw your bag down on the bed, you pick what bed you're, you're sleeping on uh, if you're with your buddies. Uh, you know, some people like to unpack a thing or two. I don't. I like to open the curtains, stare out at the view, good or bad, be like, wow, what a view. And then, uh, and then crack a beer and sit there in the, in the chair in the corner of the room and just be like, this is living. Uh, right after you had paid like $500 to fly to a different city. Regardless of check-in time? Hmm. I think on this past trip that I went on in, in September, that's the earliest I've ever probably drank in my life. Uh, <laughs> okay. Was we flew to Toronto and we went to Beer Hive and I was drinking an Aperol Spritz or some shit at like 8.05 in the morning. Okay. Because there's no laws at the airport. I so just survey, sure. survey booze. No, no laws at the airport? None. <laughs> There's actually more laws. Yeah, I don't know. Just right when you get to the that hotel. Okay. You know. Yeah, that you works. You just get to bask in the, in the hotel room. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're number nine, sir. At a bar. You, just, <laughs> you know, just it's what just, they're there just, for. Just your regular bar beer. Just a, a standard. You know what? I'm at a bar. I'm gonna have a beer. Now, do you mean like specifically like what type of bar though? Are you referring to sitting at bar the bar, bar top? No. Oh, just anywhere. Yeah. So you could be at like a like a high a high top. Yep. Okay. But you're in a bar. I gotta tell you, uh, your first two answers are basically just like any time. <laughs> it's a theme, really. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, well, I don't know. Just at a bar. Yeah. Next one gonna be like I, I don't know uh, at a rink. <laughs> in my home. Um, in my home. <laughs> Not places, James. Situations. Uh, yeah, that's fair. At a bar. That's what they're there for. Yeah. That's why it's number nine. Could be number one, because you can make the argument that you want to drink a beer when you're at a bar, you go to the bar and drink beer. Mm -hmm. But uh, because it's so common, I did not get out a few picks. That's a nice place. Okay. Um, my number nine, it's 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 unfortunately a, a time in my life that has passed. Oh, no. Uh, well, whatever. Um, but it's the between-class beer uh, in university. You got a, you got like an hour and a half break, and yeah, you got right. the campus pump. That's a good call. And I text my buddy James Cole, and be like, hey, are you still got that break that you have every Wednesday? Hey, did you finish that paper you have to write? No. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a beer. Uh, I'm coming. I'm going to go to the post. It's uh, You get five Coronas for $15. I'm like, oh. What a oh, deal. I have a, yeah, man. Those were good times. And they, they, don't, they make it easy to drink there, you know? They sure do. Like, because Tuesday, it's a bar. Tuesday here. We're going to pour three beers into this big glass mug. We're going to charge you six bucks. What? Yeah, there you go. Enjoy your afternoon classes. <laughs> Here's your tankard. Just getting called on for responses. No, 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 no. Well, you don't understand, lady. We were talking about yeah. it last night. I was talking about it with Miley. Is There was a time where we went and... Uh, had an hour and a half between classes. Four of us went to the outpost... Had two tankards. And then I walked into my one o'clock class, sat down beside my buddy, and he's like, how much did you drink? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I could smell you when you walked in the door. I was like a good, like, ten feet away. So I was not hiding it that well uh, that day, I'm sure. But 
Yeah, I missed those. Is the up? I think the upwards is done. What do you mean done? I think she's done. I what think they done? closed her on down. You know, couldn't survive <laughs> the pandemic. What do you mean couldn't survive the pandemic? There's no rent. <laughs> Your employees all work at the or are all students at the university. I don't know. I'm just saying. I you think don't even I, pay them. You pay their I, tuition a lot I of think, times. I think they may have just shut her down. Think Based I'm, on what? Some things I've been hearing from people that work or have well, worked. you'll you'll be back there in the new year. I you let me know so. what's going on I, there. I'll keep you posted. Couldn't keep, survive I'll the keep pandemic. You posted. I'm James Cole, <laughs> Lakehead University. Ah, uh, your number eight, sir. My number eight is uh, when you're at Grandma's house. Because... Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, and what they grab the Labatt Blue out of the back fucking fridge. Labatt Blue. I figured. You know, an, an old grandpa beer type thing. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't... Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not at grandpa's. I'm at grandma's. Oh. Yeah, keep up. Grandma's. Because there's two reasons you're at grandma's house. Okay. Okay? You're either at grandma's house because your family's at grandma's house and you gotta go. <laughs> which is shit. So what? you're just gonna drink. Okay? Don't love grandma, are you? And the second reason is because you've gone to grandma's to help her do work with something. Right. And you want a cold beer after you finish doing work at grandma's right. house. And the beers are always cold and the beers are always free. So, beer at grandma's house. There was like a good seven years where I would say my grandparents kept Dos Equis on hand. That was great. That's amazing. It was great. It's a, the, good, it's a good beer. The, the sequel to the grandma beer is when grandma has a beer with you at grandma's house. Oh, sense. yeah. Because grandma... Wow. Wow. Have I ever seen my grandma drink a beer? I drank with her. I just never... I don't know if I've ever seen her drink... I don't know if she likes beer. I don't think she likes 89 beer. 89 years young and she's still sucking back Coronas. Oh, yeah? Let's go. Huh. Well, plural might not be right, but... Well... She'll mix one in. Well, shit. If she drinks one Monday and drinks another Friday, that's plural. Sure. Good Big enough. She's a Corona lady, eh? I think so. Coors Light, Corona, those are the staples at, at Grandma's. I do consider myself lucky. Uh, the beer that is on hand all the time at Grandma's is Stella Artois. Ah, Stella. I, I'll go and have a Stella. Nothing wrong with that. The beer yeah, you know stars. what? I gave you a weird... <laughs> I gave you a weird look when you said the Grandma's beer, but you're kind of winning me over. Uh, my number eight, drinking beers at Grandma's in Duluth. No, it is. Um... No, my number eight is uh, passenger road beers. Wow. You're going on a road trip. Yeah. I'll just say it. John Chozik's driving you. You're going. Big fucking hockey game or something that night. And it's like, you know what? This drive is dreadful. Uh, I'm going to toss back a couple, uh, couple of beverages. And uh, it's illegal. But that's what makes it better, I think. You know? Okay, yeah. There's just something about just someone doing all that work for you, and you're just sitting there having a good time, watching the trees, changing the songs. You know, it's great. Love it. Well, mine is very similar at number six. Oh, no, no, no. You're number oh, seven. Oh, 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 we're skipping. Okay. Well, yeah. at number six, it's going to be very similar. Okay. But, yeah, it's a little, little teaser. Sure. They call oh. it in the industry. Wow. Sorry, I'll, I will let you finish now because I'm just... Oh, no, I, that's, I think I've 
I think I've said my you've, piece you've with Passenger it? Road Beers. Okay. I, I think it speaks for itself, that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah As I go down my list, I think it's going to become... It's like, I'm not going to need to Defend justify... Yeah. No, those first two I needed to justify a little okay. bit, maybe. these The rest of these speak for themselves. Okay. You're number seven, my guy. Uh, at a sporting event. At seven? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, spoiler, mine's on there. It's because they're so expensive. High. It's hard to drink Fuck. a lot of beer. I think I event. think that's part of the charm, to be honest. Oh, with I you disagree. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about it. Like you it, can't jump from five dollar Coronas for five bucket Coronas, five Coronas in a bucket. Yeah, you had five Coronas for fifteen bucks. Right. You can't you can't jump from that and then be like, well, I like to spend thirty dollars on a Coors. And, I do. Wow, that's fucked. I do, but like. At a like a at a, like a good sporting event, you know what I mean. It drives me fucking mental spending like, well, I'm just gonna say it, it drives me like mental spending like seven dollars on a beer at a Border Cats game or whatever. Like that's you know that's a bit much, but you know it's if I'm at, at a if, restaurant, if I'm at like a well, <laughs> yeah, but it's, I'd rather be at a restaurant ah. in a lot of cases. Um, yeah, I don't know if you remember this, James. I didn't see the Border Cats win a game for eleven <laughs> years, eh? So. <laughs> Actually, I still don't even remember if I did. I can't remember if that streak actually got broken you, or not. I think it might, did that one night. You might not ever see them win again. The There's a going. real possibility that I'm the reason that the franchise uh, will fold. Right. But at a sporting event. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Okay. Uh, my number seven is the the campfire beer. Camp uh, Just beside a fire. Beside a nice fire. Either you're out of camp or uh, in your buddy's backyard or wherever. Just beside a fire. Hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I can toss back a few beside a fire. Okay. For sure. Okay. I don't, I don't agree. Uh, in so far as that you don't well, like to drink just, in a fire? It's or it's tough to keep them cold. Well, sometimes. if you plan ahead, you're sometimes. fine. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, I feel like anytime you go to, like, a fire, though, you've planned ahead usually, right? Like, you're bringing a cooler well, or something. Sometimes. Yeah. Not always? Well. See, it's easy for me to say because uh, 90% of the fires I've had in the last two years are in my own backyard. That's just So, it, like, right? I have a fridge. Like, a lot of a lot of times, you don't plan for a fire. It's like, oh, what are you doing? So, I'm having a fire. It's like, oh, fuck, I guess I'm going to a fire. Right. In an hour. You drop by and yeah. realize you're wearing shorts. And, exactly. You know. You're not prepared. No. Okay. But I'm, I'm usually not prepared. That's not to say that if you're prepared, it can't be a good time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, my uh, much hyped number six, um, on a bus or airplane. <laughs> okay, if, if you can you... ride a bus, you can ride a train, you can ride a I've never bike, had, you can I've ride never, a plane. I've never had a train beer. I'll, I'll say that. But if you're in an environment where you've got twenty rows of people, and you can just sit there and not have to worry about the mode of transportation, yeah, and you're a part in it. Great time. Yeah. What about what else am I gonna do on a bus to Sault Ste. Marie? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Yeah. I'm gonna watch Spinal Tap for the two hundredth time? Well yes, but I'm gonna do that. Of with course. Beer. Okay. Can I ever tell you about the first trip I ever took with my girlfriend? Sure. I don't know. Well not the first let's, trip. Let's let's hear though. My my second time on a plane, first time ever with my girlfriend. Um uh, we we get we get up, we get going, you know. Seven AM Cart service is coming by. I'm thinking, all right, here we go. A little coffee action in me. Need a coffee. Can I get you guys anything to drink? I'll have a mimosa. All right, I guess we're having mimosas. 
Hmm. You set the pace. Not a beer, but yeah, you know. You well, set, you set the pace. I will. I will inter. I will uh, cut you off at this point and point out. Uh, I don't know why I didn't mention it earlier. Uh, my number six is the airplane beer. Mm. Uh, I agree with you. Um, gotten good and good and hammered on an airplane for sure. Like I will say this: most of the times I'm flying, I ha- I don't feel the need to have a drink uh, because I typically fly very early in the morning. So, but. Like there was a time I went down on a on a trip to Toronto, down just, Mexico way. Just went on a bender, and I'm coming back, and I'm a little buzzed, and I sat at the back of the plane, and it was like Saturday at four thirty in the middle of the summer. I'm coming back to hang out with my buddies, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna start drinking now. I started drinking, and it was good. That sounds amazing. Yeah, they just keep feeding you beers. You're looking out at the sky. You're like, this is great. I like drinking on a plane. That is a Dirks Bentley song. I was just going to say. Yeah. That's a country tune. It literally is, Drunk on a Plane. Really? It's a, it's not a bad song. You know, to tie into a previous episode about Christmas music. Sure. Uh, I actively switched from Christmas music to the country station the other day. On purpose. Okay. So that, that should tell you everything you need to know about how my week has gone. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Hmm. How are you? Yeah, you are Mr. Scrooge when it comes to that Christmas music. Eh? Yeah. Hmm. I got some probably deserved flack from John Chosick last week about it, but... Fuck him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you're number five. Shower. Shower beer. That's fair. Yeah. Now, if a plane had a shower on it... Ooh. Look out. <laughs> That would be disgusting. <laughs> I gotta tell ya, I've never been in an airplane bathroom and was like, you know what would be better? More of this. I'd like to spend more time in here. <laughs> That'd be great if I was naked and wet. <laughs> <laughs> if you... Now, if we were doing worst, the top ten worst places to use the bathroom, <laughs> airplane is very high on the list. Like, it's sort of opposite ends of the spectrum here. Like, yes, I like to drink on a plane. <laughs> but you got to watch how many because you I don't want to have to use I don't want to break the seal, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shower beer. Okay. Yeah. That's your number five. Yeah. My number five is very similar. It's uh, the hot tub beer. Ooh, I don't like drinking in a hot tub. No way. No. Why not? Again, it's hard to keep them cold. I got to get out of the tub. Now I'm cold. I want the beers cold and me warm, not the beers warm. See, but the cold. thing is, is I I like to sit in a hot tub for like twenty minutes. Like I'm not like a like an hour guy, you know. I think that's insane. Okay. Uh, I sit in for twenty minutes. I'm good. Have a beer. Seems like a lot of work to fry that thing up for twenty minutes. <laughs> it's actually not. They're always running. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have one, so maybe you're right. No. Well, neither do I, so who, who the hell am I to say? But, yeah, I don't know. My number five is a hot tub beer. Okay. Okay. Love a hot tub. There right, we go. Have a beer. Uh, Number four, patio beer. Ooh. Patio beer. That first Ooh. patio beer of the not, season. Not on my list, but overlooked. Yeah, you're right. When you uh, when you tr- tr- trick yourself into thinking, ah, summer's here. And it's like... <laughs> it's like 14 degrees out, and it's definitely not t-shirt oh, weather, yeah. but you're wearing a t-shirt because you're so c- 
cold from the winter. The the waitress is just like, do you want to sit inside or outside? You're like, oh, I'm fucking sitting outside. She's like, oh, great. Oh. She doesn't love it. Just let me set up all the patio let furniture. Let me get my coat. Yeah. Some of these guys want to sit on the patio. They fucked. You're out there for an hour and a half. It starts snowing. Now, the patio beer is not so great in the sense that you've got those places that try to push the patio into, like, October. You know? I've never done the fall patio, really. Mm. You know? I don't know if that's really been a thing until uh, the last year and a half. Well, I wonder why. something happened, I heard. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I remember, yeah. What's the best patio in Thunder Bay? What's your favorite? It's tough to say because I think the best patios are like the chain restaurants. But I don't really want to go to a chain restaurant. I, I think overrated patio. We're going to do an oofle inside of a inside top of a top ten here. Ah, the turducken. <laughs> I would say the most overrated patio in Thunder Bay is Kelsey's patio. Sure. The size of the patio is nice. It, yeah, it's not like it's a bad patio, but it's overrated. No, and it's in a good spot that it gets sunlight yeah. all the time. Right. But in terms of neighborhoods and things you're looking at, maybe the least appealing neighborhood to have a patio. Okay. Like, I would rather sit on fucking Noxos or Mr. Chinese fucking patio on Arthur Street Mr. even Chinese to me. Patio? They do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would rather sit on one of those. Than Kelsey's, like worst, I just that corner is just accident city. The worst patio is Madhouse. It's not uh, like I like the neighborhood though. Sure, but the but the patios there's cramped. no sunlight. Yeah, there's trees. You got leaves falling on you. You got bugs coming down from the tree into your beer. There's a bus stop two feet away from your table. Right. What are you guys eating? <laughs> just wait for your bus, man. Well, it's not gonna be here. Another 20 minutes. <laughs> a bus runs every 10 minutes. Yeah, but I'm not getting on it right away. I'm going to talk to you guys. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. Favorite patio? Probably the Nook. Okay. Lots of sunlight. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, you think there's a lot of sunlight? Like, like the one time I was there, it, you, you, you get shade. If you're there during the evening? Uh, oh, yeah. you got to be there during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Evening. I don't know, I don't six o'clock. You can't even get sunlight past six o'clock on that patio. Yeah. yeah. I've I've only sat out there like twice. So okay. I'm not really an expert that's, that's on the fair. patio either. That's fair. Hmm. Underrated patio? Bar Italia. Fucking crazy. Fucking gorgeous back there. That's crazy. Looks like you're walking to a little slice of uh, Florence. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Eh? The building ship. Yeah, they've sure. Been, they've been lovely with the exterior. I don't, uh, yeah, I've never drank on that patio. Hmm. Hmm. It's a literal, like, Italian garden back there. Like, that's where they grow their shit for their, like, oh, yeah. meals. Yeah, it's lovely. I wonder what my favorite patio is. You know what, honestly, like, I don't like the establishment, but for drinking beers, like, my underrated would probably be Mike's Roadhouse. Yeah, sure. Good patio. Yeah. And again, like, on a corner where there's traffic, but it's, like, far away from the road. Yeah. And the walkway's far away, so it's, like, it's in a good spot, I think. Like, I like that. I think that's a good little corner. You know who deserved a patio but never got one? Mm. Moxie's. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. 
The only issue there is like they, but they could have done that for lunch. You couldn't have done that during the during like for dinner. Yeah, rooftop. Yeah, we've talked about that. Um, fuck, what number were we on? You're number four. four. I I gotta give you my number four. Yeah. Oh, shower beer. Nice. Your number three. <laughs> uh. As we're probably going to do in the coming days, uh, I know I will be. Here we go. Uh, it's the same one, isn't it? Catching up with an old friend after a long Aww, time. Isn't that nice? Yeah. That's sweet. Hey, man, what do you want to do? Let's go get a beer. Let's go get a beer. It, it has been too long. Yeah. And then you have 12, and right. you feel like uh, an asshole. I did that last night. I was supposed to go home after work. Fucking drank all night. So. There you go. Um... Well, my, my see what's funny is my number three is different from yours, but it it kind of will insinuate the same thing though. Uh, it's the post work beer mm. is number three for me. Okay. After a shift, fucking just sitting down and having a nice cold beverage. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just fucked me up, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh unfortunate that i work in a place it is unfortunate that i work in a place that serves beer because it becomes very easy to have the post-work beer um but that's my number three the post-work post-work beer post-shift beer awesome mm-hmm. uh, number two is a hotel shower no <laughs> gets its own number it is a different breed it's a different strain it you much akin to the post check-in beer because you know me. What's the first fucking thing I'm doing when I check into a hotel? I'm taking a fucking shower. I'm probably going to take yeah. three more throughout the day. So, <laughs> You shower a lot and and it's not... It's it's quality and quantity. Like, you shower a lot and you're in there a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you spend more time in the shower than anyone I know. You set me up with a beer, a speaker, my phone, and a shower. I get it. I could just hang out. All day. I used to be like that. I, I don't spend as much time in the shower as I used to, I think. Like, I shower often, but, like, I'm in there... It's about eight minutes. My, my, my home showers are pretty quick. The long the long sure. showers are... You're on the road. You're not doing anything. Hmm. Like, you know. I think I'm the opposite. Like, I'm always, I'm always wanting to do something. So it's a quick shower and let's fucking get out of here. Hmm. You know? I guess you gotta plan your itinerary. Yeah. That's when you know. Okay, well, we, we, that thing doesn't start till seven. We're going to go for drinks before. We got like two hours to kill. I'm going to yeah. shower. I do like when you're on vacation how things just like, like, when you're at home in Thunder Bay and you will like have a big busy day, like, you know how long things are going to take, right? Mm-hmm. Like today, you know, we're going to get a haircut. We got to do this. And you got to do that. And it's like, you know, like everything's just going to work itself out. When you're on the road, it could be like four o'clock. And it's like, okay, well, we're just going to go back to the hotel. We'll shower. We'll go get a bite to eat. And then uh, we'll go to the game, you know. And then, and then uh, you go back to the hotel, four o'clock. And then the, your buddy gets out of the shower. And it's 6.15 all of a sudden. Like time just like, you know what I mean? You just seem to have no concept of like time when you're on the road, I find. Not you, but just yeah, in no, general. I, I don't. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, that was your number two? Yes. That's pretty high. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is the sporting event beer. Okay. I don't have the Just money for, for that high. Sit me down with a nice, or concert. But I don't, I don't know. I don't, well. Concerts, it's Actually, I, I'll take that back. I don't really drink at concerts that much. I'll get drunk before a concert. 
Yeah. And if I don't care about who I'm seeing, I'll drink during it. But generally, like, I don't know, you have a couple drinks and then you just don't drink till after the show. Yeah. I, it's usually what I do. I don't uh, tend to drink during a concert. Outdoor concert, definitely gotta have a beer in your hand. Sure. But... Well, yeah, Blues Fest, a little different. Yeah. I will drink there. If I'm going to the auditorium. Like, I think the auditorium has a good thing going because, like... Yeah. You have to go somewhere else. No, I, yeah, yeah. Actually... the lobby... Then you go fuck off. Every time I go there, I'm like, ah, oh, this is dust. But, like, in the big picture, I'm like, no, it's, it's fine. Yeah. What, really? Like, what am I, you know? How many of those concerts that I've ever been to, there? like, fucking 40 of them, probably. How many of them was I really going to drink during the show? Exactly. exactly. Half of them, not at all, because I was under uh, 19. So, 100%. You know? Yeah. But, uh... Did you get tickets to Glorious Sons? I don't remember. All right, we'll take care of that. Let's have to check. Uh, yeah, sporting event beer, beer is my number two, though. Uh, there's just something good about throwing a game on and sitting me down in a seat and, you know, yelling about a, a team that you're maybe not even a fan of with, like, people who are a fan of the team and, you know. I like going to Winnipeg and just talking to the locals, too, you know, like, people just sitting around, you know, like, hey, uh, you come to a lot of these games? Like, well, I actually have season tickets, or, you know, wow, that's crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. I kind of figured by the Winnipeg Jets polo you were wearing, you know. Right. So. That's a giveaway for sure. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's time for your number one. That's the after work beer. Yeah. Look, I am not going to sit here and, and claim to be one at this point. I've got a little bit An of alcoholic. the road to go. Okay. i got a few more steps to get there. Okay. That being said, having to be stuck in a room for eight hours with children yeah. has really opened my eyes to how much you need to just sit down and have a beer. Yeah. And that's tough when you have to go to another job after that. Because yeah. the beer is there. And you get there, and you can see the beer. And you can smell the beer. And you want the beer. Because you've just spent eight hours with little assholes. But you have to hold off. Do you? Well, I feel a sense of responsibility to not walk into my job and slam a beer back. Were you not there the other night, Damo? Who? <laughs> 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 Domo, Domo comes in with uh, with his girlfriend or whatever and uh, sits at the bar before his shift at 4.30 okay. and has like three okay. drinks and I'm yeah. like, you do work tonight, eh? He's like, oh yeah, 5.30, big shift tonight. Yeah. The, before the shift starts, fine, do whatever. My, my, my thing is, is you show up, you start at 5, you're there at 5, maybe don't have a beer at 5.05. Sure. Just give it a couple hours and... But it's tough. It's tough. It's been a, it's been I a struggle. I understand that. It's been a struggle. Yeah. Nothing better. After work beer. I don't care. And that's that's the beauty of the after work beer. It's whenever work ends. If work yeah. ends at 1 in the morning, you sit down and have a beer. If work ends at 10 a.m., sit down and have a beer. Yeah. That's just what it is. That, that's what beer was invented for. It's for post-work. <laughs> Boy, I sure am tired after building all these pyramids and farming the lands. Wow, that's not the job I thought you were going to say. I thought he was going to be like a cobbler or something. <laughs> Cobbling all these shoes. Cobbling all these shoes. Tailoring all these suits. I can't believe I've just had to coop all these barrels. That's right. <laughs> um, no, I get, I get it. Uh, like I said, uh, it's maybe, I don't know. It's not that high on my list. Uh, I think maybe because I work a lot. And therefore, I don't indulge in the post-work beer. Uh, you know, like the amount of uh, jobs and shifts I work versus uh, times I'll have a beer. Like, you know, I'll work like a good 
nine shifts without having like a, a post work beer, I guess is how that really works, you know. That's wild. Well, I you know, the the these days I you know I drink maybe uh, once every two weeks at the Caribou, and I I don't drink after my shifts at uh, the other jobs, so you know, it's a disservice to yourself. As far as I'm concerned, I'll be having a. I drank there last night. I'll be drinking there tonight. I'll tell you. Wow. But okay. I think that was all the questions I had for you on that one. Uh, My number one. I don't know if it's overlooked by you. I'm. I'm not sure. There is no place and no time where where I would where I would rather drink a beer more. Than beside an open body of water. <laughs> on a beach. At a camp. If there's water nearby and there's a sun in the, and the sun's in the sky. In the summertime when the living is fine. You crack me a beer and I'll just stare out at that fucking lake forever. You know? Hmm. Just buy some water or in the water. Uh, but man. Me. Well, I mean like, you know. The, the, the best part when we were in Kenora on that houseboat was the beach we were at was so, like, shallow that you could probably walk out, like, 40 feet and it's still, like, only up to you, like, your gut. Hmm. So what we were doing was grabbing the plastic white chairs and fucking putting them in the sand, like, 10 feet into the water and just sitting there in the water all day. I'm like, this is fucking incredible. This is the best. That may have been the most relaxed I've ever been. That's, uh... That's great. <laughs> you should relax more. <laughs> okay. Well, I, uh, I'm not at Scotty's Beach on Lake of the Woods very often, but next time I am. I gotta tell you, though, as relaxing as the days are on Scotty's Beach, uh, that is a nightmare uh, when it comes, uh, like, sundown. Because uh, that is the, I don't know if you know this, mosquito capital of the world mm-hmm. is Scotty's Beach. Um yeah, somehow more mosquitoes in the boat than outside of it. <laughs> Don't even know how that's really possible. Yeah. Put that on the list of top ten things I don't want to do. <laughs> Places I would least like to use a bathroom. Yeah, houseboats on there too. <laughs> Scotty, is to be honest with you. Not, yeah, that's the drawback, I will say. Like, as much as I enjoyed my time on the houseboat, the only thing... Uh, the bathroom gets a little uh, undesirable mm. with 11 dudes. Who would have thought? Balance. Yeah, you got to find that balance in life. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Well, it's good. Nice. Your post-work beer, you probably you might have one tonight. Yes. Um, no, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm going to have one. Okay. Um, and mine's, you know, near an open body of water. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you just like the way I worded that, I think. I... Yeah, yeah, just like, it's not frequent enough. That's the problem. You're never at an open body of water But there's enough. nothing better. I Go out to your buddy's camps and stuff. See, like, I don't know, like, like it's not like I was necessarily spoiled, but I was spoiled, like, as, like, a teenager in early 20s, because, like, I have a group of, like, ten guys, and, like, fucking six of them have, like, family camps. So it was, like, a weekend thing, where it's just like, oh, we're going out to Izzy's camp, we're going to sit by the water mm. you know go and sit by the water and it's just it's paradise okay paradise we live in the best place in the world in some degree well 
the open water is only open for like three months of the year. But yeah, it's it's the it's best great. though. Okay, it's the best. Yeah, I should I should also specify uh, open body of water uh, when the water's not ice. Of course, I don't like to sit out by a frozen lake. Yeah, not a madman. Well. Places, Some of those guys that you're talking about seem to be mad men. Places I would least like to use the bathroom. Ice fishing seems terrible. Is it, do you make a separate hole? I... You got it, right? Yeah. I don't know about you. I feel like you would agree with me on this. I don't plan to ever go ice fishing in my entire life. Why would you? I don't... Honestly, I don't have much desire to go regular fishing, but... Uh, Give the fish a goddamn break. Yeah, they're busy. You know how cold it is down there? You know how little food there is down there? And you're going to be that asshole that shows up and tricks them into warmth and food, and then you kill them. And they think it's safe. The shield is up. No. If you ice fish, you don't. You heard it here first, folks. That's your uh, PSA from the... Uh... PETA. From the uh, Ministry of Natural Resources. <laughs> okay. Well, I think I'm good. You're good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm uh, Brutes Vitaglia. And I need a beer. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was smart of us to talk about beers at uh, 12.30 in the afternoon when we're going to be spending, like, most of the day together. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, this, this certainly isn't fucking a recipe for disaster. Okay. Mm. Well, I'm good. You're good? All right. Okay. It's Christmas. Baby, please come home. <laughs>